perk they titties up. Titties, titties up. Goin' askin' Shawty how I beat the kitty up. Cause I get out of pants, I'm advanced. I just nutted in the bitch, she gon' squeeze it out. Pussy. Leave a nigga on the floor until he bleedin' out. Bleedin' out. Full of fake niggas, gotta weed him out. Weed him out. Got it, but my nigga keep the heat around. I told that bitch to suck my dick because I need it right now. Burn inside my jacket, killin' Peter right now. I'ma turn a dirty bitch into a demon right now. More life, more blessings. Welcome to For The Record, uh, over by uh, the Certified Platinum Network. Of course, I'm your host, Christo.com. Uh, here today, we are joined by a special artist here from the city of Vancouver. Uh, after starting off in the underground scene, you know, on SoundCloud, uh, this Trinidad Canadian artist, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Crazy. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> this artist has proved himself worthy and has climbed uh, up in stature here in the city of Vancouver, uh, even making a few festival appearances here. Uh, performing alongside the likes of Juice World, uh, Ski Master, Slump God, and Lil Pump. Pretty big names there, yo. Uh, pretty impressive resume there. Uh, none other than the only, uh, the one, the only, Damn CP. Thank you, bro. What's going on, bro? What's going on? How you doing today? I'm good, I'm good, man. How are your chakras? How are they aligned? I, I always, you know what's funny? I always ask this question, how are your chakras aligned? Because I find that it's important, you know, like, right off the bat to, like, find out how people are doing in that moment. Honestly, I have no idea when it comes to... How your your, your energies like how, how you good. feeling today how you feel I'm how good. you wake up feeling i'm super excited for what i'm doing right mm -hmm. now and all the music i got coming out that's what's up the music dropping this week everything dropping this summer so i'm pretty yeah. hyped I, I appreciate that bro like honestly it's something about and i always talk to you know my team about this it's something about being a creative and being in the midst of like um working on something and knowing that you know i see whether it's we got this date and we're working towards this particular goal or whatever it is um, being in the midst of the work and in the grind, something about that is just a little bit special that like you can't you can't really ever replicate that really. Yeah. It's crazy. It's and I know like as an artist, it's it's something where you're you're always tweaking. It's you're listening whether it's to your records over and over again and constantly making tweaks until you know you find that it's perfect in your own liking. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe you can like tell me tell me how it is in terms of uh, how you feel with um, you know being in the midst of actually getting the work done. You know. Well, getting so, ready to drop if i'm if i'm correct yeah so right now like i'm sitting on like 200 plus songs i got my own studio set up in my house obviously not all the songs i would drop because mm -hmm. i'm like a perfectionist with it i need it to be fire yeah. but like i'm sitting on a bunch of music so mm -hmm. now it's basically just doing everything behind the scenes I'm, i've been building a team getting mm -hmm. it together to like really figure out how to push it because the way the game is now like people aren't looking for people to build up they're looking for people who already build themselves up so yeah they don't have to do the work so that's true that's where i'm at right now but i'm ready to this summer i'm about to unload the clip so mm -hmm. i'm hyped for that that's interesting that you mentioned that like as an, an artist because i guess back then it worked a little bit differently where you know record labels would find uh unproduced talent or whatever yeah. it might be and they'd work to kind of build that unproduced talent um in today's kind of space there you can argue that they're looking more so for people that maybe have a team or have people or yeah. have something already buzzing for themselves um and then you know you know the big whether it's corporations will latch on to something like that yeah. um how do you find do you find that you've been kind of working in that space where you, you're having to build your own team more so than go and pull yourself as a single solo act or well, basically like i've had uh, i've had like different managers before and stuff like that but like one mistake I made early in my career is just depending on other people to get stuff done with me. Mm -hmm. And, like, hearing, like, broken promises. Just, like, hearing what may happen. So, basically, now it's just, like, I matured in that sense. So, I'm just, like, trying to take all matters into my own hands. Yeah. And, uh, luckily, I have people around me to help me. 
that's why believe in it so that's why that's where i'm at right now yeah. do you i know that sometimes people will mention like you know once they're signed they got the machine behind them or yeah. whatever that might be um as opposed to you know simply having people that you know that can just simply get the work done or do yeah. the work and, and have it accomplished that way do you um, have anything to say when it comes to like um honestly like anybody could do it you just need to do the research mm-hmm. and you need to put the time in yeah but a lot of people aren't gonna want to do that you know so. yeah there's a book somewhere where they mentioned 10,000 hours and you got to be able to, you know, put in um, yeah. an extraordinary amount of hours to be able to call yourself a professional or perfect something. Yeah. Um, works just the same. And I feel like in any craft and even just the same in, in making music, you know? Well, that's why I'm doing shit now, like Twitch streaming. Like mm-hmm. I was never a guy, like I don't give a fuck about Instagram or like mm-hmm. TikTok and shit like that. But yeah. like, I know you need to do this shit now. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like on there more heavy. Most definitely. Even though I don't really care to do it. But. <laughs> Sometimes mm-hmm. that Instagram should just be trivial too. Like it's, yeah. you know, you're finding yourself, especially like I feel bad for artists too because you're stuck in the space between, um, it's a weird phenomenon because you got people like Kendrick Lamar that are one of a kind kind of people where they don't even need the social media shit, but yeah. they still keep, um, or what comes with that is the allure. Like, you know, um, oh, I haven't seen Kendrick in that many months. And when you do see him, it's almost like you're seeing some kind of crazy figure or whatever it might yeah. be. Um, and then there are the other artists, you know, that are coming up now where they're finding they have to actually produce themselves on social media. Yeah. So it's almost that fine line. Like, you know, the big, the big names are doing some other shit, but, you know, in order to sustain yourself, you got to be doing, you know, I don't know how you feel about that. Like, if that's always something that you ever have to battle with, like, do I have to be on social media or should I just yeah. say fuck this all together? Well, being from here, like living here, like people aren't looking for people from here. Like there's people who get a bunch of streams, blah, blah, all that. But like people aren't really f- looking for people from here. If you're from like LA or shit like that, you could possibly make it just making good music because there'll be other people who will put you on. But who's going to put you on here? Exactly. There's nobody, you know? 100%. So, and I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I wanted to get into something. Maybe we can um, generally, as I, as I do, as I like to do, I like to kind of go all the way back and um, start at the origin point or kind of yeah. the early beginnings. Um, we'll talk about it a little bit later in terms of uh, some of the songs that I've heard. But uh, New Jersey is where you're from? Is that, yeah, is that so right? I was born here and then I moved to New Jersey when I was about grade two. Okay. And I came back in grade six. Came back grade six. But okay. like moving there from here, like going from here how we have it here mm-hmm. to going out there like here you have fucking lunch ladies and shit yeah at lunch so there we have security that's like crazy in grade five grade four you go in you have to put your shit in metal detector god damn man. you go in like all that so it's way different like people here don't really understand so i'm glad you say that because people here really don't know yeah. and particularly a place like like new jersey and uh i've done per actually re- i've done some reading and i know places like patterson new jersey yeah that was close to where i was at some of the most kind of if you look at the list of you know top 10 dangerous cities in the world you'll see a couple of like new jersey cities yeah. or some of those little boroughs in on that list and yeah. um what do you have to say about moving from somewhere like canada where we always claim you know yeah. um we don't see too much of that stuff or people don't really actually know what it is yeah. um going into somewhere when you're in your early youths where you know you got a lot of that, that stuff going on around you yeah. well uh, luckily like luckily like i was able to make a lot of friends when i first moved there because of basketball mm-hmm. i was good at basketball you know so as long as you stick with and like there's a lot of trouble out there, but if you stay on, like, the right path, like, you're not gonna... People aren't gonna fuck with you for no reason. Yeah. Like, yeah, you'll have your little fights on the court and yeah. shit like that, but people aren't gonna, like, fuck with you So you were no, no like, you were no porch kid. Like, you were just kind of sitting on the porch watching no. everything go on. You no. might have 
been on the streets, you know what I mean, but you were keeping like a straight head. Yeah, you were, yeah. You know. like I've seen shit, I've seen shit around me, but yeah, you know, and like I just learn all from it. And like I'm happy I moved there because it made like from my childhood. That's the only thing I remember. Mm -hmm. So it, it really made me like who I am today. So definitely, and definitely. That's why my, I feel like my music just sounds different because mm -hmm. I'm never like trying to sound like anybody else. You know, for I'm sure, just for sure. Thing. Do you? Or so I guess. You know, you started off was basketball the thing that you were kind of you know stuck on when yeah, you were a yeah. kid. Is I was that trying your... to go NBA for sure. <laughs> Rapper go to the league, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I fuck with that. I fuck with that. I mean, I know a lot of people that you know, particularly artists that were athletes at some point, and um, it's almost like taking that same drive and same dedication that you have um, in that sport, and almost you know, like everything else, you know, time permits itself and maybe your body can't keep up with that sport that you're playing yeah. uh, but you still have that same drive and you got to be able to apply it something else or somewhere else yeah. um, and being able to put that into something like music do you find that that you've carried that kind of passion on and you carry that drive on yeah well there's a video i used to have on my instagram when i played a heritage and i hit this like game winner mm -hmm. and like the whole everybody rushed out and shit crazy and, like, that was like one of the best feelings of my life so like now when i if i do a festival like break or something that shit matches that feeling so like that's why I do the music now. It's like trying to get that feeling all the time. That's a and interesting. Like, you know? That's a very interesting point you mentioned. Like the the aspect of like you know whether it's winning a game or you know you're just having performed a set and you heard everybody saying or saying the lyrics back to you as you're rapping them. Um, that moment of victory. It's like that that W moment. Like yeah. I guess that's something that I never really corresponded. Like you know athletes and, and artists have together, but yeah. it's something you know having that many amount of people. You know know something that you accomplish in that particular moment it's important yeah no nothing compares like when i'm when you're out there doing some shit like that and like mm -hmm. there's just a bunch of people witnessing it and like vibing with you and like it's like a drug like you're not thinking about anything else you're like you're like blacking out mm -hmm. and you're just like in the moment and for it's sure fucking amazing for sure we're gonna we're gonna get into that and break out in particular and some <laughs> of the other stuff you've done but um i guess sticking back to kind of early beginnings um did you was basketball something that kind of just became something where um you know you kind of hit your hit your time with it or you know well, you found I, love in something else or when i was uh when i lived in new jersey i was like super good mm -hmm. and i was taller than everybody mm -hmm. like my parents were pretty tall so i thought i was gonna be like six five yeah you know and then i just it just stopped at like six foot but like were both your parents trinidadian or no my mom's from california gotcha and my dad's from trini Okay. If I can, um, so I was like gonna hoop and like I uh, once I got into college I went end up going to Capilano for college for one year oh, okay. like, I'm not about to make the NBA like I'm wasting my time and mm -hmm. I fucking hate school Yeah. So I was like I'm not doing anything for grades here I'm just mm -hmm. here playing basketball but like for nothing so I was like yeah. I was, I've always been into music mm -hmm. when I was like grade 5 I started making beats on like garage band and shit Dope, like okay. trash ass beats <laughs> started making beats and then I was making beats on FL Studio in like grade nine. Really? Yeah. And then, that was like early. That was when it was called Fruity Loops, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like an FL then, back then. But like, it's hard to make beats. Like, it takes a lot of time to like actually get good at it. Yeah. And one time I just started spinning. I was like, yo, this is way mm -hmm. fucking easier. <laughs> I was mm -hmm. like, fuck that. I'm not making no beats. Yeah. I definitely want to get back into it in mm -hmm. the future, but. For now, like, no, none of that. I, like, even, like, I guess artists like J. Cole, you know, some of the artists that actually, like, they, they want to be able to touch each and every corner of the music where they're producing, they're laying vocals, they're yeah. mixing, they're mastering. 
I mean, although it, yes, like you can argue that, you know, some people like that full autonomy of their record. Yeah. Um, I find that, you know, being able to pull somebody else in and have them bring their expertise, whether it's simply just producing or um, even if, you know, you got an amazing voice, but you might not have the right pen. Yeah. Um, in, in some cases, you know, I don't know about, the, about rappers, but <laughs> R&B artists, you know, what's wrong with, you know, grabbing somebody, Beyonce does it, have somebody help you write your records, oh, yeah. right? Um, you know, form it the way that you envision it and have somebody else be able to help you. Um, like I said, rappers might be a different story, but um, yeah. there's I don't see any any problem with being able to, being able to collaborate with you know people that. Yeah, no, I've done it. I've helped out, uh, you know, Halo. Mm-hmm. I wrote a record for her. Really, yeah, that's, that's life. It's called. Mm-hmm. That's just how I've done. I've done all that, but I've learned how to mix and master now too. Yeah, because like Freelix, like I hate how it's mix yeah. and master. Like it sounds like shit. Mm-hmm. So like I think that definitely held it back a bit. Right. That's why I just took it. I'm not in making beats yet, but I'm definitely learning how to mix and master because, like, at the end of the day, nobody can, like, you know what you want it to sound like. Mm-hmm. And you pay somebody fucking two, three hundred bucks per song and they yeah. send it back to you and there's nothing like what you want it to sound like. You're just like, yeah. And then you go to somebody else, pay them, and it's still not like that. And you're just like, fuck, yeah. Man, I just wasted like two thousand bucks for nothing. I, like, I can't remember who exactly it was. Um, it was some artist. I'm fucking them credit but you know they talked about you know being able to put on the hat of the producer um and being able to just know you know um if that person's not doing it the way you want being able to do it yeah. uh, yourself or being able to direct them um i find that that's important like i do that when it comes to all of this shit like i um try my best to be able to talk to people in their language you know be able to talk to the camera person and um, have them understand or be able to understand what they're doing yeah. um, works just the same when it comes to music you know if you if you're mixing a record but you don't know what a properly mixed record sounds like or if you're sorry if you're having somebody mix a record for you um, but you don't know what a, a properly mixed record sounds like you might just be throwing your money in the air yeah um, so yeah you mentioned free licks uh, going on to that I guess your your first studio album yeah. um, is it right to call it a studio album I guess I want to say well we we had a little studio downtown was mm-hmm. within roots mm-hmm. and some of it we made here mm-hmm. all those tracks like i honestly made a year before right the project came out mm-hmm. but like yeah freelix was fine freelix was my first thing with within roots it, it was actually supposed to be uh some of the songs i made with ndt too okay but like it, it just didn't match together so we just yeah. kept it with what it was but i, I thought it was a great pro- the way it was produced like mm-hmm. everything like the intros and outros, like, everything was just dope. It was, like, a full put-together project. I just wish it was mixed. Yeah. And I wanted to say that, like, I applaud, um, like, I have this thing where I, I hold Vancouver artists up to a standard. Um, it's not any type of crazy standard, but um, I first look at the studio album, and I, I kind of look at that and see how you went about actually crafting that. Um, because when I listen to music, I listen to people for, um, you know, the way that they've made their music sound. Like, if I'm in the car and I click track one, um, I kind of want to hear what your approach was to how you made your music, yeah. right? So um, all the way down to the end. So um, in listening to yours, like I was able to hear that, like that cinematic kind of sound to yeah. it. Um, tell me about how you, how it came about. Like, did you know that you were making uh, an album when these songs were being made or did you just kind of, um, did it just kind of come to be? We were kind of just like me, me and Within Roots, we were kind of just making mm-hmm. songs because we had the, the little studio downtown. So it'd be me who would go there, Illy. Mm-hmm. and ac that young nigga yeah and we would just all go there and like make songs and shit but like i feel like me and Brayden or yeah we had like a real connection mm-hmm. on what we were working on and yeah and like even the like the last song freelix on freelix like, yeah i did half of that song and i was like super drunk as fuck and then, mm-hmm. 
I never touched it again. And he's like, yo, yo, hit that song. I was like, nah, fuck that track, fuck that track. <clears throat> and then one day I went back, I was like, okay, fine, I'll hit it. And like, that was like one of my favorite tracks I've ever made because it sounded like nothing else that like I've heard from rappers. Yeah. So I guess that being said, you might just answer one question, probably the only question, direct question that I had about the Felix Project. Did Within Roots do the guitars at the end? Yeah, yeah. That was my only he actually did that's, the, all, that's all I wanted to say. He actually did it. We, uh, first it was Sam without the guitar. Mm-hmm. He actually did it with the guitar, and I was listening to it in the shower when I first had it, and I, did, I started crying when I heard it. I'll tell you. Shit. I was like, yo, this shit is crazy. I'll, I'll tell you, when when I was listening to this, and like I, I'd listened to it before, and I don't know what it was, maybe I didn't catch it. I'm listening to this, and it's playing on my phone speaker, and I hear the guitar start tapping, and at the end of the track, yeah. you're just letting that shit ride out. and. I had to go as far as first, okay, no, 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 I can't listen to this on speaker. I put my headphones on and I'm sitting there like, dog, dog. Yeah. They, they did something different with this, with this outro and just kind of the way it came about. Like, um, even that song, you kind of bounce in, in, in and out of a different type of vibe on the album as a whole. Yeah. Um, and that last song kind of just wrapped things up as, yeah. as nice as it could have been. And I literally just wanted to, like, you know, applaud that in itself. Thank you, bro. Thank you. You know, I, like I said, I hold high standard when it comes to the album you know how you, you go about you know the flow and um the cohesiveness of the album in itself yeah. um and i found that you know dad you know as a first album it was, it was a pretty good uh, yeah. or a very good attempt i must say i appreciate that um, i appreciate that yeah like i guess when it comes to when your first album drops and you know it's out there and you're hearing the reception of it Dude, how did you feel like um did you feel like this is kind of the moment that you'd kind of I been thought, waiting for i honestly thought it was gonna pop off just because like when I was young and like I like I was getting a lot of looks at first mm-hmm. like, with all my early shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, like this is super anticipated and shit. But like I said, like I feel like the mixing, just the way it sounded, definitely held it back. Like, mm-hmm. Now that I listen to it now, yeah, definitely held it back. But like it's definitely a good work of art for like in the future when people will start fucking with me. Yeah, they're gonna look like when they hear that, like there's gonna be people who really fuck with it. Yeah, yeah. So. That being said, like um, diving a little bit deeper into it, like uh, your lyric, your lyricism was one thing that kind of like uh, yeah. it, it, it tapped in with me particularly because I don't, I know, I don't know too many people that are rapping like you where it's just kind of like um, the the punchlines are heavy, like yeah. it's like heavy like right hook punchlines. Yeah. Um, first off, like I wanted to kind of know your process behind uh, how you go about writing. Like, are you writing on paper? So, um, like, uh, my first like in the SoundCloud era when I was dropping music, everything. I'd write on my phone. I'd be like at my little job or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'd just listen to YouTube beats. Yeah. And I'd write on my phone. Now that I have my own like studio set up, yeah. like I just do the punching. But like I don't even make music like like I make music a lot. Like for a few weeks I'll make like be like two weeks I'll make like twenty songs. Mm-hmm. And then like for a few weeks I won't make anything. Just because like when I make music it's based off of my life. So mm-hmm. like if nothing is really popping like i'll just sit there i'll try to make some yeah but, like i just don't fuck with it because i'm just saying like random shit you know yeah, yeah. But, like if something like if fucking me and one of my girls just broke up or something like, <laughs> i like that i'll make a fire ass track there just you go like, I'll th- like that's why i think separates me from a lot of people because i've seen people deal with shit and they're in the studio and they're dealing with shit and uh like they'll fold mm-hmm. you know, like, they won't even get to work but like for me if I'm dealing with any shit, I'll, the first thing I'll do, I'll take that shit and go straight to the mic. Because you put that's it, when I feel like you make your best. You put it in the music. Yeah, your best music. I find that so many of the greats, like, I won't even try, like, you, the greats, 
put like they take their pain or their whatever is going on in their life at that moment and they, they put it into the music yeah. um we watched um like it was just literally the kanye doc that had just dropped you're watching you know they're punching in putting their their how they feel in that moment onto the record yeah. um however they're feeling or whatever's going on in their life whether it's you know jamie fox kanye any of the greats that were in that entire documentary it's yeah. um you know putting that emotion onto paper and some people you know go into the studio and they'll kick rocks for two hours before they come up with an idea and then put it on put it on and the engineer is the one at the end of the day doing most of the work you know clipping your yeah. <laughs> clipping your vocals trying to get it sounding right and yeah. um, on like a case like yours where you know it's the same as like people writing a book like mm-hmm. there's i'm i could probably guarantee there's nobody who ever wrote a book just off like imagination like there had to be something that like influenced like what they're writing right and like that's you want to get a message even though i'm talking about like fucking bitches and turning up and shit <laughs> i still try to make it in the most creative way right where like i'm not just sitting here rhyming bottles with models and so like, most like, no, i try to make it in the most i'll put down a bar and like i always try to um i always try to put down a second bar i think of not the first got you the okay. first won't be like you know the first is the first thing you think of what somebody else might think of mm-hmm. so i try to do the second thing i think of that's then, good you know that's yeah. what i try to do that's an interesting way of kind of going about writing because i know some people that will like you know they're only writing verses they're not touching the hook until after some people that are punching in with the hook and then right fill the verse in after yeah. um, but i guess you're you're approaching it in a different way where you're you're not looking at what somebody's probably going to think you're going to say but yeah. um you know you're you're kind of yeah no i i, I fuck with that I, yeah. I respect that it's a it's an interesting way i find that as a creative everybody's got their own way of you know i'll know from like the first bar like if i pull up a beat mm-hmm. if i think of the first bar like and a super fire like mm-hmm off top then i know like i can make a track out of it yeah if i can't come up with a good first bar i will just go to the next beat so you're not forcing anything no at all. i'm not forcing that at all i know a lot of people that'll try to force it and it's like yo yeah. like why don't do this to yourself it's, yeah. this is supposed to be fun it's all- <laughs> that's what i mean a lot of people when people say oh they're in a the studio working for me i've never seen it work i'm having fun mm-hmm. every time i do it it's yeah. not work at all for me for sure that being said I wanted to ask about the name drops. Well, maybe not even. The, I'm I'm listening and I'm laughing as I'm listening to to the music. But do you ever get questions about like the shit that you like put down on the paper? Like, well, I've uh, the most questions I get is like if I have like a girl. Um, <laughs> like, well, you gotta say no names. Like, we I'll gotta be, incriminate nobody. I'll be saying shit like I'll just be saying shit that I've done, and like it doesn't always go well with the girl. Cause mm-hmm. She'll be like, oh, like. She'll be like, oh, send me a song. I want to listen to it. Bruh. And then they'll, be like, then they'll be like, oh, then they'll be getting all pissed off. I'm just like, yo, like, it's from my past, you know? Like, it's only entertainment. That's what I mean. But, <laughs> yeah, you got to let them know, you know? It's, it's just jokes. It's they got to understand, you know? It's just like, music. For me, it's just like, it's my art, you know? It's my way of it. I'm not somebody who goes to talk to people. I'm not going to talk to a therapist or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. that is my therapy. Like, yeah. whatever's going on, I can sit there and let it all out, and I feel much better. So. Mm-hmm what do you feel about um meeting an artist as they are because you know like you'll meet somebody and you'll hear oh that person used to do this and used to do that and um you're meeting them and they're at a completely different point in their life and they've changed they're not doing the shit that they used to be on um and you admire them you're there you fuck with them because of who you see in front of you right now do you feel like people should be that way with artists when it comes to you know finding music should i hold you to the standard of you know free licks or is it only fair to judge you off of maybe what well, like, I've definitely, like, I would say for myself, like, I've definitely matured mm. as a person. Yeah. But, like, I'm not going to, 
rap about maturing. Ain't nobody want to hear that shit. Yeah. Like, people want to hear the fun shit. Yeah. <laughs> people live like be... Hove doing that. I yeah. Mean. So, like, no, ain't nobody want to hear that. So, I'm trying to spit about the fun shit. And I obviously still do have fun. I'm still a wild ass nigga. Mm. But. Nah, I'll tell you, know? you right now, you wild ass nigga, bro. <laughs> My next question, go answer that directly. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> I want to ask about this, this Fuck Bonnie Henry record, bro. I want to ask about this record. And I first heard it, it was. <laughs> I almost couldn't believe what I was listening to. I, I fuck with the heart. I'm not, I'm not even gonna lie right. to you. Like I'm, I'm listening to this, and I'm, I'm one of those people that like if you, if I'm listening to something and you can tell that I like it, I let out burst a laugh. Like I'll just yeah. be doing some. I'll be cooking and just hear a funny bar, and I just like let out a crazy laugh. And bro, the amount of times I've been listening to your music, and I just <laughs> laugh because this shit just the bar is just you know. That's my goal, bro. Like in every song I make, I want to put some at least one or two bars that's gonna make people laugh. Like, yeah, because I think like that's like. People take shit too serious a lot of time, and mm -hmm. like, I think comedy and rapping is like a dope thing. Mm -hmm. Like that's why I try to do it. As long as it sounds hard, mm -hmm. it's fire. But fucking for fuck Bonnie Henry, so basically what happened? I was just driving home. Like sometimes I'll pull up type beats on my phone mm -hmm. while I'm driving home. Yeah, and this was like right when we got new restrictions or some shit. Yep. I, so I was just like listening to this type beat. I was like fuck Bonnie Henry, blah blah. I was like, hey, I'm about to go home. Record that hook and like make a TikTok. Mm -hmm. That's it. So I go home, record the hook, and then I make the TikTok and I post it on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Then I have mad people messaging me like, "Yo, yo, like, where's the full track? Like, yeah. full track, blah blah." I was like, "Oh, there's nothing." They're like, "Well, can you send it to me?" Like, <laughs> I was like, "Okay, well, I'll just go make the full track." Whatever. Yeah. I'll just put a verse on it and put the hook back mm -hmm. and let it go like that. So basically, I just did that and then dropped it and then fucking. Seeing all these people sharing the shit, like, all these people commenting, but I have people messaging me like saying like like people who actually care. Like I don't give a fuck about COVID politics, none of that shit. But yeah. I, have, I have people messaging me talking about uh, like if you really care about like this, like post this, like post that. Mm -hmm. I'm just like bro, like it's just a joke. Bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't I mean, give a fuck. Like, and exactly to that point, like I'm glad you mentioned music and comedy. Like yeah. I feel like that's something where it's you know. People forget that music can work in genres. Like, yeah. not everything got to be, you know, um, introspective or um, what do they call it? A a adult contemporary rap where it's like Black Thought, where they're rapping about, you know, uh, social justice and financial uh, systems and things like that. Like, don't nobody always want to hear that. Yeah. I'm sorry to, sorry to break it to you guys. But, <laughs> um, you know, being able to just know that there are different variations, you know, like yeah. comedy rap, you know, we got people and I hate to always kind of throw names out there for purposes of comparison, but like Lil Dicky. Like yeah. somebody that's rapping strictly like you strictly know, comedy yeah exactly and i don't see anything wrong with it like if you want to flex flex your pen in that way yeah nothing wrong with it and i don't i don't think that people should take it you know literally you should recognize satire when it's there i just want like i want people to have fun when they listen to my show i want girls to have fun guys to have fun like i just want them to have fun when they yeah. listen to my music because that's what i like to do i like to party have fun so i want people to feel the same way yeah when they listen to my music even if it's on some serious shit i'm talking about some serious shit mm -hmm. i'm still gonna try to find a way to make people have fun listening to it you know what i mean yeah what do you think for the people that might be watching this and might argue that you have like a well you can a responsibility to you know kind of speak you know the recognizing that you're speaking to a mass majority of people do you feel like that's something that you should really consider. If this is just my music, it's my music. and Yeah, no, I don't give a fuck. I don't care about being mm -hmm. canceled, none of that shit. Like, I just, I'm, I'm going to do me, and I don't give a fuck what mm -hmm. people say. Yeah. Like, when I'm in that zone in my studio recording, like, I'm not thinking about anything on the outside. You know, I'm like, for me, like, the way I treat my life, it's like a movie. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm the main character. Right. Know? Like, I'm just, this is, like, <laughs> I'm living in my own world. So yeah. Like, I don't really care what other people are going to look at me for, or, like, no. say about me. Like, I just don't care. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I guess that being said, has anybody really contacted you about that record in particular? Like, is anybody? Yeah, people. Well, I, I know one girl. I forgot her name, but. I'm talking the, the Federalis, the authorities. Oh, or... I honestly thought, <laughs> I, well, like, when people would comment, some people would comment on the shit. Mm-hmm. Like, saying, fuck Bonnie or something, and they would delete it. I honestly thought, like. I wouldn't be, wouldn't have been surprised if I got a message from like, mm-hmm. or an email from like, you know, government of BC government. with a blue check or some shit. I feel like if it got like even bigger, then like, yeah. Uh-huh. And like people, people messaged me to do like a video and shit. Yeah. I like, I didn't want to be fully looked at as like a meme rapper. Right. Not. So mm-hmm. like, that's why I was like, you know what? I'm going to hold off on it. I'm just let it do its thing. But it's still a fire track and I'm performing, anytime I'm performing in Vancouver, I'm going to fucking do it. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> if you hear it, start playing. I mean, do what you will, but it's, yeah. it's running. It's being ran on the decks. Um, yeah, no, I, that being said, I appreciate you, like your honesty when it came to that. Because like I said, I'd always wondered like, bro, <laughs> this kid, I know damn well he's not searching for no government job anytime soon. <laughs> That was something that I always wondered, but I mean, I appreciate that. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, that's kind of all that I really wanted to ask about that. Um, you mentioned that this will probably be performed at, you know, a, a festival or um, a performance in the future. What are your plans for festivals in general? Like, Well, like, that's my goal. Like, I just, because the ones I've done, like, every time I've done it, it's been the best night of my life. I'm mm-hmm. sure for my homies that I brought to, it's been the best night for them. Just yeah. It's just, like, it's so fun. Like, bro, like, it's just so fun. You fucking perform then off to the side you got girls coming up to me like oh can you bring me backstage <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I get out of here you too, yeah shit like that but like it's just fun yeah got me wondering is this what this groupie shit's about <laughs> yeah no, it's fun though. I can live with this <laughs> <laughs> no, fun, with that. um so is uh talk about like the the I guess the the larger performances that you've done in particular because I mentioned breakout but breakout might not be the only one so I want to kind of uh Breakout was definitely the biggest breakout. The first breakout summer was like <clears throat> that was led by the winter one, mm-hmm. which was fucking crazy. Cause like I was I was going on first, so like in the summer I go on first. Like there's people there, mm-hmm. not like shitload of people. But then I go on in winter and like I see like thousands and thousands of people. And like for me, like I don't get nervous when I'm doing a show. I'll get nervous if I'm doing a show in one of those little club shows and there's like fucking 30, really thirty people there. Really, if there's like thousands of people there. Like I want that moment. Like I'm yeah, like, it was the same as when I was playing basketball. Like when we had games and nobody's there, I'm just like fuck, fuck this game. Yeah, like, and there's a bunch of people there. I'm like, you know, what? I want to put on a show. I was mm-hmm. like, I want to be in the spotlight. Yeah. So, so the energy, like that's a yeah. factor that matters because I, th- I think that that's probably what it is. It's the um, low amount of people is probably low energy, but yeah. if there's a lot of people there, there's a lot of energy in, in that yeah. particular space at that moment, and yeah. you can harness that if you're, you know, the performer in that sense. Yeah. Well, when you look around, like, there's people who who uh, obviously don't know your shit, like, don't know my shit, but, mm-hmm. like, you just have to find those spots in the crowd with those kids who don't give a fuck, and they're just getting lit. Yeah. And jumping up and down, you just focus on those people, and you just have a great yeah. time. You'll see Shazam popped out in everybody's phone <laughs> trying to find out what song it is, because... Yeah. It's some fire shit. I respect that. I respect that. And that's always kind of something that I wondered, you know, like, um, um, respectfully, like, uh, you know, having uh, big ticket names on a, on a set list like that and being a performer that's also on there, um, how that is for you, like how you feel, um, uh, you know, you're kind of setting yourself for like, do you, do you find that you're kind of suiting up to 
but um, most definitely I see you kind of in, in that particular space at one point. But do you find that this is kind of the moment that that's preparing you for that big moment? Or yeah, well, one thing I, like I do this for the competition too. Like I'm a competitive guy, so like I like that. Even though people don't know me, like I'm even though I'm going out there first or whatever, I'm going out there to leave a statement and like compete with the other people even though they know these other people and they don't yeah. know me i'm still trying to compete with them you know because mm-hmm. i'm just especially like growing up on the east coast like everything is just competitive all the time mm-hmm. people talking shit all the time like, exactly i just want to be better like it's no disrespect to anybody i just want to be better you know in mm-hmm. everything i do video game fucking <laughs> whatever um, it is whatever it is like i want to be the best at what i'm doing so and if it's your craft, you want the people that you love to be there to see it. That's why I guess you mentioned, you know, you got the, you know, your crew there with yeah. you uh, yeah. at times like that. Talk about, you know, being able to bring, um, you know, your loved ones to, um, although it's still in the city, but being able to have them uh, or showcase what you do um, in front of the people you love in front of this many people. Well, that's dope because like one of the reasons I do the music too is because I want to get to a point where I could give all the, the homies around me, all the close people around me, like a better... Mm-hmm. a more fun life you know mm-hmm. like, and i feel like out of all the people i know like i like i have the opportunity to do so yeah so, like i'm gonna chase it yeah if it happens then i could you know i could give everybody else the opportunity to make a better life for themselves and enjoy their life because mm-hmm. life isn't about fucking working no job and like shit like that like you yeah. should be able to enjoy your life you know so i find that i always kind of look into the way that like the, um, the french live I, it might not only be france but it's some places in the world where um, they're not working or they're not working and then um, going home to live where their work is just as important uh, as everything else that's going on in their life. They're working a set amount of hours. And as soon as that clock is done, then they, you know, go spend time with family, with loved ones and actually enjoy life for what it is. Yeah. Um, in North America or maybe this side of the world, I feel like it's jaded and um, people kind of get tied into, you know, what they're doing at that moment. And, um, you know, what's happening right now, you get kind of engulfed into that and you tend to, you know, let family and loved ones and this and that kind of fall on the wayside. Yeah. Um, but, you know, once again, it's important to kind of hold those people, um, the, the ones that you love, you know, keep them close. And if you're able to bring them to an environment where they can see what you do, mm-hmm. um, I feel like that's, that's dope. Yeah. They need to normalize the three day weekend, Monday <laughs> to Thursday. Uh, the world would be a much better place if they. I think so too. People, people be weekend, less stressed, you know? Trust me, bro. All kinds of shit. And plus, yeah. I'm only trying to work four days. I'm yeah, not trying to work a whole, a whole five day thing. You know, that's, yeah. a, that's damn near a bit, honestly, if you're asking me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's dope. Um, like I said, I I see a lot more, um, uh, or I guess what I'll ask is, is, is touring something that you could potentially see um, or something that's being planned right now? Or Yeah. Well, definitely after Kill CP, the project I'm going to be dropping end of the month or close to after that. But mm-hmm. uh we're definitely going to try to do something across Canada, mm-hmm. something like that. But, like, the main thing for me, like, I haven't dropped music for a long time. I've dropped little things on SoundCloud here and there. But yeah, not, like, like I said, I have a bunch of music ready to go. So, like, now, yeah. after I start dropping the shit now, like, I'm, all summer you're going to see me at least a yeah, drop yeah. a month. So One thing I read, I think I read it somewhere, but it said that you, um, maybe this, I should have asked this when I was asking kind of your songwriting process, but um, that you're, you make music with the intention to be able to perform it. Is that yeah <laughs> a lot of it yeah um not, uh, not as much now because like like the way i am not, like before it's just all lit shit but yeah like now i've kind of gone into more like the art of like actually rapping mm-hmm. 
Like obviously, I'm I'm not trying to do no like boom bap shit. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> even though even I can spit over like a boom bap type of beat, but I'm gonna make it like yeah. I'm gonna make the bars like in like a new way. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. can I challenge you? Huh? Can I challenge you? You gonna challenge me? I'm a I'm a Griselda fan. I like the I I'm, a, I'm a fan of like the the boom bap shit. It's a weird thing. I sent you that but, New Jersey Devil tie, right? That was like, bruh. I'm telling you, Conway, Benny the Butcher, um, man, they all they they doing their thing. Yeah, I fuck with Griselda. I think I could see you on like a, a boom bap sounding beat. You might have to call Brady into the room or something, put some strings on it. But I could see you kind of twisting it and making it sound like some dope shit. Yeah, that's what I try to do. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like. Yeah, I, I try to take, if I'm on a beat like that, I try to make it, uh, give it as, like, a young nigga feel. Yeah. As possible. I fuck with know? that. Cause maybe, that's, maybe that's a challenge. I mean, if, if he comes out with some, some boom bap or Griselda type sound and stuff, you know, you can credit me, because, you know, it was me right now that <laughs> I'm pretty that sure I sent you one. Did you? The New Jersey Devil one? You did. I no, 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 you did. I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no. It, well, I guess I might have just premonished there. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I heard it and it was wishful thinking. Like yeah. maybe I want to hear more of it. But yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of when you really get into like your rap bag. Because, um, like I said, you'd um, you'd send me some music and, um, you know, I'm listening to this and having to then go run it back in the car again because it's you know I'm listening to it and yeah, nah, I, I I fuck with the kind of the skill because I can hear the evolution like hearing yeah. some of the older stuff and then hearing what you what you're about to drop now. Um, I, I see, I, I see, you know, big things definitely. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Um, do you want to talk about some of the? Because you would send it to me as kind of unreleased. I don't know kind of the state of things now. Um, yeah. I had a couple of thoughts about some of the songs you would send. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about them. But, no, you can talk about them. Uh, Flamingo. I texted you. Yeah. I told you. I, I I fuck with that one. That's hard. Is that being planned? Are we gonna see that? That one will be on KCP. Gotcha. The project. So that one will be real soon. That's that's like a. That'll definitely be a big track. I'm definitely excited for that track. I heard it and I told you it sounded big. ND, NDT produced that. The guy who I first started working with, he's probably the reason I'm like doing what I am today. Talk about that. So my like I grew up in high school, like I was boys with uh my boy Kai de Torres. Okay. Now they have their little their own group called Glico. Okay. And they live in Japan. But his older brother, NDT, like so basically, when I first started rapping, like, I'd be, like, rapping, like, recording shit, like, here and there. But mm-hmm. he was, like, making beats, so it was the first producer I got to work with. But he really sat down, like, locked in with me. Right. Like, guided me, like, learning how to make music and shit like that. Got so, you. So he's kind of like a yeah. mentor. So the only two producers I've worked with, like, actually sat and worked with is him, NDT, and Within Roots. And that's what I was going to ask. Another question that I had was that you, um, like, credited on your discography the only um you know collaboration credit that i see is illy illy maniachi mm-hmm. yeah. um is that for a purpose like do you just work better on your own do you find or well no i like definitely i want to uh work with people uh-huh um but like it has to make sense you mm-hmm. know what i mean like i'm not somebody who's just gonna try to work with somebody because of any clout or anything like that like yeah. i have to love the song mm-hmm. you know i have feel like I, uh if you know quintana mills yeah, yeah. track with him that's gonna be coming out soon fire that's just fire like yeah i've only worked with a few different artists but like a lot like no diss but a lot of artists uh from you can diss them it's all good you can diss them. <laughs> but a lot of artists from here like i feel like vancouver like a lot of artists are uh their sound is just like not new mm-hmm. it's just like from somebody else okay so like i need like if somebody's authentic then I'm gonna fuck with them. No, like respectfully. Right if it's good and authentic, I'm gonna fuck with them. I find that's probably that's that's fair. That works with anything. Like if yeah. you can sense the authenticity in, in yeah. most things, you know, and if um, you can find that somebody's actually putting their heart and passion yeah. behind it. Um, of course, like I, I mention all the time, we're here to 
be derivatives or take the derivatives of something else. Like all of our ideas, as much as we want to claim they're original, they probably came from something or somewhere else we're inspired by. Yeah. Um, but you've got to be able to, you know, be able to take that and make it your own. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, some kid was like from Heritage Woods rapping about killing niggas. Like I'm not about to make a track with them. Like, yeah. You know? No. <laughs> Rightfully so. And not. I don't even know if that's like well promoted if you want, but that might not be the message you want to promote. You know? No. Uh, um, depending on who's coming from, especially. Um, but yeah, a flamingo was one song. I, I told you personally that like it sounded. It reminisced, I was reminiscent of like um, Kanye College Dropout, like that level of production, yeah. that level of production and that style of production. Like I want to give it credit too. like it sounded nice as hell. Yeah. Um, and I, I fuck with that. I'm excited for people to hear that one in particular. Yeah. Yeah. I have my little, I have a few songs like that in that little West Coast mm-hmm. bag. Yeah. Because you know, like I said, my mom's from California. So. Right. Been out there a lot. Got to be able to tap into that. Yeah. I just like, I could, I go on a lot of different beats, you know, like I, I don't, I don't have like a distinct sound mm-hmm. when i say but whatever i fuck with like i'm just gonna try a different shit yeah yeah. issues was another one or is it issue or issues i don't know yet <laughs> we'll find out if that's what but it's that's called. my favorite track right now that's your favorite yeah i was gonna say that one that one was hard i, I really like what you did with that like it's yeah. um like it's really there's something about storytelling on a record yeah. um that i find like you know important or i actually those will be the ones that stand the test of time for me mm-hmm. uh, i'll run them back over and over because i like the type of story they're telling that's why people are still listening to that one j cole song where he's talking about being in class and yeah, um, yeah. you know setting it up with that ting for the first time yeah. um, people love that track that track because he's telling a story um and same for that like i feel like you're depicting something imagery is, is something that's important you got to yeah. be able to use words to, to to show that yeah that that track is definitely close to my heart Can't yeah lie. floating uh sorry we were floating on murder uh murder cp that was one that i was gonna say too yeah uh i think you're floating on that one it was crazy like i i'm, I'm listening to the flow and and the, kind of your your cadence on that and uh i remember reading back about how your cadence was one thing that kind of stuck out to people especially um you're on lyrical lemonade right yeah, yeah covered you a few times which is that in itself is dope but um they mentioned that like your cadence is something that they um, or that's you know notable for you, and that's where I you know really heard it, and I was like, yep, yeah, you can go ahead and check that check that box off. Yeah. That was good. Um, but yeah, like, are there any others that you think that people should be looking out for? Like, um, I guess yeah, you have an album coming out, but um, you've got the visuals for Disrespectful. Yeah, Disrespectful will be dropping this week, April seventh. I think that's Wednesday or Thursday. Got you. And then we're gonna go right into Kill CP mm-hmm. as soon as possible. And then, like, after, for the summer, I'm probably just going to drop a bunch of singles, mm-hmm. to be honest, do as many videos as I can. Yeah. So, like, I don't have a plan of, like, what I want to drop first. Right. I have an idea, but I'm just going to go into because, like, a lot, a lot of time before I drop music, I disappear for a long time. But mm-hmm. it wasn't something I wanted to do. Right. It was just something that, like, it just wasn't working out in the right way. So, right. Now, like, but like now, I feel like I have the product and mm-hmm. like I have the team behind me, so we're right. just gonna let loose. You know, know what's funny? I was actually gonna that was gonna be my last question for you actually for today. Um, some, uh, I to be honest, I don't really put a lot of kind of um, pressure or maybe not in pressure is the right word, but I don't put a lot of noteworthiness into what some articles have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of them have noted that like you've kind of um, kind of been in and out, or maybe you've had taken extended silences or whatever it might have been um is there like a reason for that like are you finding that you have to kind of hunker down and create a little bit longer or is there another reason why it was just it was just like the behind the scenes shit like 
because like I like I could record like one of the best tracks ever and put it out and like not doing anything behind the scenes like trying to contact press and like shit like that like it will just go nowhere mm-hmm. so like and like plus the mixing too yeah like that was a big thing i was never like happy with like the mixing right like that so and like i didn't have my own i should invest in getting my own studio before mm-hmm. but like i was just being young young nigga. out here doing whatever it but, is what it is but like that definitely changed a lot because i could because before i would fucking write tracks and like i only have two hours yeah in a, on a friday night to mm-hmm. go like record what i can then when you're writing shit in your head, it might sound a certain way, and you put it down. It's not the same. Right. So now that I have like that, that studio space to like do whatever, like mm-hmm. I could easily put out like different content. Like, That's all good. The time. Yeah. And I'm glad to hear that because I feel like you know with with what I'm hearing, I feel like the people are being stripped of you know. You say you got 200 songs in the, in the tuck. You know, yeah. I feel like the people probably got to hear at least half of those at least yeah. or there's probably a, a lot that you know you could probably release and um it kind of you know whether it be help build momentum or whatever it is um i think I, people want to hear you so yeah. i think that's uh, glad to hear at the very least that you know we might be seeing a little bit more from you yeah um no, we're not, gonna see a lot we're gonna see a lot yeah. this summer a lot i'm glad that's to hear sure. that glad glad um now you know we've got the the certified platinum um information team you know they've been doing a little bit of background research um <laughs> It was important that I asked you uh, about your TikToks. It was something that, you know, was important and, and they wanted to, to make sure that we covered that and uh, <laughs> the fact that you're on TikTok like, um, yeah. and the content that you post in there in particular. Um, now, I'll, I'll say I'm not too big on TikTok. Sorry? The food, yes. Oh, the kitchen fire. Yeah, now you're cooking on there, I hear. Well, I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I hear I was, you whipping I it actually, up. That's what I, I hear. I took it down because, uh, like I was telling you off the camera about my... Uh, stomach bacteria shit mm-hmm. so like i would do the kitchen fire shit but like i didn't feel good after yeah. I, that shit, so. like, I, had, I, put on, I put it on pause for now but it'll come back it'll right. come back i just yeah. need to get a little more healthy let things settle a little like, bit you know yeah yeah because yeah. i'm not trying to you know i'm not trying to lose my life over some yeah, fucking mcdonald's burgers oh my god bro i, I gotta wait a little bit yeah it ain't worth all that but no nah, i fuck with that is um did you is there like a moment where you realize that like tiktok was might have been the place that like yo like content on here might actually be fired because yeah. i know people look at a lot of niggas you know making content on tiktok and they're looking at it a little bit whack but that's how i was looking at it for sure but uh-huh. like, that's why like i had to look at it and be like okay how can i push it but like still be me and mm-hmm. not just be some corny ass nigga yeah so like i just try to do like i'll, I'll always be doing funny shit like yeah I'm normal but like i just have to i have to get used to being like okay like let me just put a camera in front of it mm-hmm. and like record some shit and then if i decide it's fucking funny or whatever then i'll put it out but i appreciate that because yeah. me myself i'm not like i'm not really big on tiktok i'm logged in on the network page you know we're posting clips on there all the time but uh, me myself i'm not on there making stuff and so um i do scroll though like it's although i don't make them i scroll um and i'm not gonna lie like i'll, I'll be 100 percent real i've been seeing a lot of light skin nigga shit on there i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry it's, trust me it, i know it's, it's on there it's on there and i'm looking at it like damn there's the opportunity for so much shit on here um, mostly mostly on there i'd be seeing those emo rap types you know yeah but like i'm just glad you found like a, a pocket i'm glad you found your bag and yeah. you know you can entertain the people yeah. in that way well i'm not trying to do like only music like i want to do everything like i want to act like mm-hmm. i want to do all that shit obviously music is my oh okay my number one yeah but, like i'm not just trying to sell music i'm trying to sell me i'm mm-hmm. trying to be like a flaunt entertainer so yeah like that's why i like i love i play mad video games shit like that like that's why i 
doing a Twitch stream and shit like that. I just want to show everything. Yeah. So, like, those people who really fuck with me and fuck with my music, like, they're going to be happy to see me in, like, a different light. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Message to anybody that's, you know, that's maybe considering taking music on. One thing, just take a look at any, like, the, the people that have been in the game for a while. You know, like, the Rihanna's, Drake's, Jay-Z's, Beyonce, any of the big names. Nobody's just doing music. And to be honest, maybe you can answer this. Does... Does music make a lot of money from the long run? If you're looking at it from the long run, because I know the answer. I don't know if maybe you're the I better like, one. Yeah, to but like if you're going out to, you see people like Lil Yachty doing fucking Target and Sprite commercials. So that's like, different. You, those bags are getting for that are different from any track you make. So now I'm talking strictly on your record sales, what you make from your streams. Um, I don't know if you can throw in merch from your concerts. Maybe maybe that can squeeze yeah, in there. That ain't. But I'm, that ain't I'm talking sure. just a musician. Like if you're not doing any things on the side yeah no you ain't gonna make that's besides shows like you'll make money for shows but you, you're not gonna get those higher places and shows unless you're doing shit mm-hmm. inside mm-hmm. you know and so that's why you see you know rihanna said fuck music all together i'm making makeup yeah exactly. <laughs> you know some people they're they're realizing that they can take their influence from the music you know it's, it's what they started out with it's what they love um and translate that into something else that the people also want to see and um, to see you on the big screen, I'm not gonna lie, I could see it. Like, yeah, I'm, 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 I really want to do that shit, man. Trust yeah, me. have you been doing like auditions or anything? Or not, well, I used to when I was younger, mm-hmm. but like, I just want to build it up now with the music. So like, when the opportunity is there, I don't have to change my character too much. So yeah, people will come to me for me to like kind of be me. 100. percent Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, if you're you, you let me know whenever you're ready for the cooking show. Certified <laughs> Pineapple's got a spot for you. you let us bet. know. Uh, we'll tap and we'll get something done. But, um, but. Now, one last thing I wanted to maybe ask about. Um, please hang up. Right? Mm-hmm. I like to do a little bit of digging into, you know, music and a lot of that stuff. Um, please hang up. I saw in the credits as the uh, label or whatever it might yeah. be on your music um, mm-hmm. or on, on the album itself. Um, what's that? Is it a collective? Talk so, a little bit about that. My manager, uh, Jojo. Mm-hmm. One of my managers. All good. Well, he's FaceTime me right now. My bad. Is that him? Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, crazy. That is wild, and we are not cutting that. So my manager Jojo, he fucking uh, he wanted to start his own label out. We haven't really uh, gone too far with it, mm-hmm. but like, he um, he works with Wonder Girl a lot. He's out in Vegas with Wonder Girl right mm-hmm. now, stuff like that. So it's just something uh, he was building, and like he helps me out. So it's nothing like big right now, but in the future, like definitely be something yeah he, he works with uh with them roots too got you and crush colleen so it's kind of like you're kind of creative our team yeah our team yeah and i fuck with that i feel that's the best way to do it like you know find your network of people that you can create with i feel like this is a world where you don't even really need to be uh, the big companies to get shit done no more yeah. you know find your people find your crowd and get to it yeah yeah well, I mean, honestly, like I said, it's, this has kind of been another another great episode here of For the Record here by the Certified Platinum Network, um, here with Damn CP once again. Yeah, it's been um, dope. It's been dope talking to you, bro. This uh, may go down in the history books, my first one. I think, I think it will, bro. Well, it's definitely. And when we see you on the big screen, they're going to have to come back to this one here. <laughs> we talked about it first, yo. For sure. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right. Of course, you guys can catch the video episode of this um, at certifiedplatinum.ca forward slash listen. Go ahead and press the little YouTube icon there. Um, audio version, of course, on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music, and everywhere else you listen to your podcast. Uh, besides that, thanks for joining us, and we will catch you on the next one. Bitch, ask me what my name is. What the fuck you talking about? Bitch, you know who the fuck I am. Sure.